Hello everyone, welcome to Podpass. My name is Jackie and today I will be introducing the new team for Podpass for 21-22. Before I start, I would just like to say a quick thank you to all you listeners, previous team members and past interviewees for the love and support for the podcast to become successful as it has. Since distributing our first episode in February this year, we have received just over 200 hits with the 10 episodes we have done in TB2. So let's keep the numbers rolling. Now let's get back to business. Ladies and gentlemen, please let me introduce the three new team members for podcast this year, Joseph, Priscilla and Denny. Welcome guys. How are you today? I'm doing good. Yeah, I'm doing good too. Doing nice. Now, I've only got four simple questions, so don't get nervous. It's not difficult. It's, it's simple. Trust me. So I'm going to start with Priscilla first. Ladies first, as we say. Mm-hmm. Tell us more about yourself. So I am French. I was born in France and I lived in the UK for about 10 years now. So I am doing architecture and I am in my second year. My favorite things is sleeping, but I also like the color blue. And I can definitely say that since I started architecture, I became a coffeeholic, which is really fun. Oh, no, no, not coffee. Every student I've had, they like their coffee and I'm just like, it wakes you up, Jackie. You need to be awake. <laughs> I, 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 have that. I have good energy to wake myself up. I don't need coffee. No, I tell you what. I, I only had my first coffee this year, and I'm 29 years old, and I only had it because I uh, had a hangover, went into work, and I can feel myself dying. And uh, I said to my boss, I might try coffee for the first time. So I had a mocha, and now I do get why for yourself, like needing to wake up it gives you the energy i i get that i get that after my experience and uh my boss says only for emergencies so i'm gonna take that as a hint <laughs> and how about you joseph tell us more about yourself yeah i'm good um my name is joseph as jackie said i um i was born in nigeria uh but i've been here for as long as i remember i think i came here when i was four years old i'm currently a third year architecture student and for my likes, I like sleeping the same. <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> my favorite color used to be blue, but now it's purple. Uh, <laughs> uh, I skateboard from time to time with my friends, so that's one thing I like doing. And one thing I dislike, wow. Oh, I'm gonna mix it up here with a dislike, eh? <laughs> I mean, I guess it's sometimes the amount of work we have to do. It's like a love-hate relationship with architecture at times. The amount of stuff yeah. you've got to do for it. I guess that could be something I just like from time to time. <laughs> that sounds like Mama. You either love it or hate it. <laughs> I do not like Mama. <laughs> <laughs> Same here, my friend. Same here. And how about you, Jelly? Tell us more about yourself. Well, my name is Denny. I was born in America, but raised not really raised by kind of raised basically raised. <laughs> <laughs> I was raised in nigeria so like obviously i lived in nigeria for most of my life but i came to england in year nine so obviously my mom's born in england nice. so yeah kind of continental if you want to say that <laughs> but apart from that i'm second year architecture student and i'm in the same studio as priscilla actually oh no nice. so we've got lots of stuff 
that we're doing in common. <laughs> but yeah, um, some of my likes are sadly sleep. Even <laughs> even though I sleep. <laughs> we all like sleeping, guys. We all love sleeping. <laughs> even though I sleep at the most random hours, like daylight hours. Anyways, let, let me not get into too much detail. So, so you're a night owl, are you? Is that what you're telling me? You're a night owl. Maybe. <laughs> but along with that, I, I really love my rice, cooking and eating. You know, I could die for rice. Oh, I get you, man. Yeah. I get you. <laughs> but lastly, I do digital art as well. So yeah. be it anything, animation, posters, anything, hand-drawn as well. Yeah, whatever really. So a nice creative character you are? I guess so. You guess so. Well, I know all of you three have in common is that you like to sleep. And I can imagine <laughs> the listeners out here as well will agree with you. So that's got to be a popular opinion here. <laughs> as you grow older, you want to sleep more. It's a lie. You want to sleep more. I think you didn't. <laughs> but now you want to sleep more. You understand your parents when they say... You're so lucky that you're a child, now you understand them. <laughs> that I do agree with, that I do agree with. So, as you guys mentioned before, Priscilla and Denny, you're both in the same studio. So, could you tell us what you're currently doing in your modules? We are doing architectural hope, which is a very interesting and delicate topic because it touches a lot of people, so... It touches obviously the people that have cancers, but also their families, because we're doing Maggie centers, which before I never heard of, because obviously it's only mainly in the UK. Now yeah. it's starting to be more international, because I, in my research I've seen more Maggie centers around the world, especially in Hong Kong, Japan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, I think they've been there for a few years. I think a few years, but I know they're mainly based in. England because we've got a lot in England and as well as Wales and Scotland but they started going international in Japan so I know there's two in Japan but nowhere else I've seen in the world. Because in some of the book I've read and I think they're probably not called like Maggie centers specifically but I know no. there are certain other centers around the world which also touch about cancer in the book I've read I don't remember the titles I'm really bad with names <laughs> it's sort of becoming a more popular movement globally but it started mainly in the UK have you both had a look and seen which favorite Maggie centers you like there are some that just are you know they stand out like for instance the one in Leeds because they really integrated biophilic design like, because there's lots of greenery in the area, inside, outside. The actual roofs are, like, filled with garden, like, plant. Because one of the key facts about Maggie Centers, they have to be, like, exposed to nature, especially, mm. like, garden. Like, this is one of the key things. Like, Maggie, she was an actual person. Yeah. Like, the person the first Maggie Centers was made for. So, obviously, her husband, I think, was an architect. Yeah, he was. He yeah. was an architect. He was an architect. Uh, Maggie's, I think, in one of... The book she wrote, she was very interested in Japanese garden, which is why exactly why yeah. there's lots of the theme of the garden and how nature can help actually with your physical but also mental health, which is yeah. quite important. It's the idea of how nature can help us recover faster. Oh, it's it's very important to be fair because I think especially with technology being in the way, we tend to like forget nature is there to heal us. So. Mm bringing humans and nature back together that's quite powerful and how about you Priscilla is there any that stand out to you as well 
Well, from the one we've researched specifically to Maggie's, I really like the one from Sarah Hadid, just because the outside is very angular, which I really like, and the inside is like fluid, which I thought was really interesting. Okay. But yeah, so like from the research I've done, there's this particular one book that I borrowed from the library, which is Architecture of Hope, and I think it's translated from German to English. Whoa. And I really like the work of some of the students, what they did, like their interpretation of Architecture of Hope was really interesting, and like the explanation of why nature is very important for people in general. So it goes above hospitals in terms of like how we can have also healing cities. So it's not just for hospitals. But you have to think of a way of how we can use it essentially for like the whole city. It's very abroad yeah. sort of topic. So my quick question to you, Priscilla, is so you said you've read the book. Have you read or found out why Maggie Center exists? Oh, okay. oh, oh, do you know, Daddy? I mean, I might. Basically, I mean, this might not be why, but it would make sense. Yeah. So what's it called? Apparently... Normal hospitals are designed with one main thing in mind, and that's how to clean them, not actually the well-being of the patients. Mm. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, yeah. A lot of them, at least. A lot of them, but a I think it's because of, like, the modern version of hospitals, because back then it was very about the mental sort of stuff. How about her personal experience? She had cancer. Exactly. She wasn't really satisfied of the way, essentially. The way she was treated. Yeah, she yeah. was treated. And she, you know, she was like, well, it's not only about the physical aspect, you know. I think when you have it, something like cancer, there's also a really mental aspect you need to think about and how to heal mentally as well as physically. She yeah. was treated and she, you know, she was like, well, it's not only about the physical aspect, you know. I think when you have it, something like cancer there's also a really mental aspect you need to think about and how to heal mentally as well as physically yeah and it's not just for yourself it's for those around you as well yeah exactly so it creates a community i think that's mm. like the most important things about the maggie center one thing that we find the centerpiece of the maggie center always tends to be like the dining table yeah mm. so exactly. that's where everyone can congregate you can come just grab a cup of tea even if you don't know anyone like as mm. long as you can see the like dining table at least mm. in my maggie center i'm designing concept it's really abstract so the middle has like a big flow sorry i'm seeing my drawing in my head that's why i'm like (laughs) the middle has like an island which is obviously the table so Mm -hmm. imagine like you can basically visualize the whole stream of just the flow circulation everything then on either side there's just land Mm. which is all the other public and private sides it's just it makes sense nice that sounds really cool that does that does yeah I did Architecture of Hope back in college, first year, as like our major project for the year. And when I was doing it, I was thinking about what Maggie was saying. And I always thought to myself, where is my happy place? Because her happy place was her garden. Mm -hmm. And I thought about mine. And where I live in Hailing Island, yeah, I'm surrounded by sea, I know that. Mm -hmm. But the idea of being close to sea and actually, you know, hearing it and also bringing myself back to memories when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. So I based that as like a concept. So I've done kind of like a shell shape in a way. And then I did a bit of an extra. So when I had to do it, you had to include the garden as well. Mm -hmm. And I decided to do like a small, not pavilion, but a little, you know, hidey area, which is based on the Mother of Pearl, which is a crystal. But... 
it was that idea of you know being back happy and it was really it was a really good project and I hope you guys enjoying it because it is one of my most memorable projects I've done so yeah now I'm gonna move on to Joseph so your third year yeah that's the year of dissertation am i correct <laughs> yes it is <laughs> so would you like to tell us more about what you guys have to do for the dissertation i think for this year they're being more creative with it so instead of just usually having 500 words to write um they're now doing you can do something else instead of 500 words like a project with like 2000 words of writing mm-hmm. alongside it so you can do like a creative piece while also doing like a shorter amount of writing and uh, that's much better yeah i think a lot of people are doing that because it's like alessandro he's the head of it he said that he wanted it to not be limiting so you don't have to focus just on like writing and then have to get yourself in a writing headspace and get stuck in that he wants you to be able to like create alongside writing yeah so it's like more of like a process of your thinking of like a designer while moving and doing it which i think is pretty cool I'm doing the writing though. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it'll be hard for me to balance everything with all the other uh, modules. So I'm just doing the writing because I know it's writing. It's wrong with me. I can definitely imagine that. What is your topic for the dissertation? I'm really keen to know. For me, I'm doing it about vernacular architecture. Okay. Oh, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I did that for my A levels. <laughs> you did architecture and A levels. Yeah, we did. We did what? the architecture. So my whole model was like fluid. Oh, that's models. really cool. That so is. So I was cool. very invested in fluid architecture. <laughs> very invested. That's funny. For those that might not know vernacular architecture, could you describe it to us? Sure. So vernacular architecture is more, I guess it can be simplified or by saying it's the architecture of a specific place or a specific culture. So it's architecture that uses the specific materials found in the specific context and that is adjusted to the specific climate. And also more of a sense of the lo- using local materials and is created by the locals. And I guess if you're talking about old vernacular architecture, it was created more to serve a purpose. And it was um, created, buildings or dwellings were created more to be used rather than for, I guess, function, rather than for anything Mm -hmm. else. So they were more, I guess you could say simple, or they were more rugged in their built or how they are built. But as time progresses, what I'm going to be talking about in my dissertation Mm -hmm. is how as globalization has occurred and how we've become less, I guess, constricted by our local environment, mm-hmm. we can now gain things from different environments from like across the world or whatever. Have we then lost um, vernacular architecture in specific places? As you see that, if you go to like most capital cities in the world, you see most of their buildings tend to look exactly the same. Most yeah. of the styles of architecture tend to look exactly the same. Mm-hmm. So as like, as the culture that comes with creating from your local environment, has that been affected due to the globalization? And has that been affected due to, I guess, the way the world is progressing? Okay. And can we then learn from the principles used by vernacular or by vernacular architects? And can we then apply those to our 21st century designs to see if we can build, I guess, the sort of culture back that has then been lost back into the 21st century? And to look at the benefits that might come out from that. Nice. Wow. That is very deep. I just want to point out, I thought you meant fluid architecture. 
bet I still understand the whole thing. Oh, similar in words. Like, there's an another word for fluid article, which is very similar. And I just realized, well, like, no, that's not. <laughs> <laughs> that's really interesting because I was thinking if you go to Pacific European countries, like, I don't know, Sweden, Finland, you know, they tend to stick to what they know. And what you were saying about, you know, capital cities yeah. and buildings being the same, well, I was thinking London, <laughs> Hong Kong, yeah. yeah. But what you're saying is actually really important. And it, again, it's making us think, are we, I know it's good to move forward, but sometimes it's good to look back, back yeah. to where it all started. I guess it's the idea of like, should we have restriction as well? Because obviously it's a good thing that we borrow material from everywhere to obviously evolve and that's what has created many interesting architecture that we know today yeah but at the same time should there be restriction into how much material we can take from around the world and then focus more locally that could be interesting basically should we be more sustainable with mm -hmm. the materials we have in our country yeah. or how important is it to source from other countries and how far is it i think that's something that we don't always think about so that's really inspiring. Thank you, yeah. Joseph. <laughs> so, but my next question is, uh, why have you joined PodPass? I don't know. I think, to be fair, it's because last year we were in lockdown and I didn't really know anyone. And mm -hmm. I thought this was the opportunity to get to know people. Nice. Um, of course, I knew I would know some people in my own studio. And so I was like, this is probably the opportunity to know some people a year older so they can tell me how next year would look like because it's a bit honestly it, it really is a benefit to know someone at least a year older than you because then they can tell you what they know so if you know someone a year older than you ask them every single question <laughs> as they say sharing is caring and uh, how about you joseph why have you joined podcast a little bit similar to Priscilla's. I think it was just a good way to get to know more people mm. and to just have conversations with people because you never really know what you can learn from anyone. So it's like, mm. I think like this is like a good, what's the word I'm looking for? Like basis or like ground yeah. to get to like mm. hear different people's opinions and like to see different people's viewpoints and different stuff about architecture mm. and stuff. And I think that's pretty cool. Nice, nice. And how about you, Danny? To be very honest. They basically said what I want to say. However, <laughs> however, I made you aware of it. But at the same time, I actually just like to have conversations, especially in intelligent conversations. It's yeah. not just random. I'm not saying I don't like to have random conversations, but yeah. in, you know what I mean. Yeah. It's just it's beneficial in different ways. You can learn so much, especially like from teaching someone. You can learn so much. You can perfect your own skills, all that kind of mm -hmm. stuff. But I've already learned so much just this evening by just being here. So I feel like it is really helpful. <laughs> to be very honest. They basically said what I want to say. However, <laughs> however, I made you aware of it. But at the same time, I actually just like to have conversations, especially in intelligent conversations. It's yeah. not just random. I'm not saying I don't like to have random conversations, but yeah. in, you know what I mean. Yeah. It's just it's beneficial in different ways. You can learn so much, especially like from teaching someone. You can learn so much. You can perfect your own skills, all that kind of mm -hmm. stuff. But I've already learned so much just this evening mm -hmm. by just being here. 
So I feel like it is really helpful. Nice. I actually like that. Thank you. I'll tell you more as well. When you guys were saying about, you know, being in lockdown and, you know, not being able to communicate or see the other years. I mean, for Danny and Priscilla, you started your first year during COVID. So it was going to be very strange for you guys anyway, from the experience myself and Joseph had compared to what you guys were facing. So, you know, I can imagine that was difficult. But again, being a people person, I love to chat. And just having, you know, talking, we learn from each other from that. Even talking with your tutor, I learn from that as well. So I really, yeah, I, I agree with you guys with all you said. Last but not least, my final question. What are your goals for podcast this year and what do you hope to achieve? I guess what I want to achieve essentially is to, you know, create a community sort of for everyone. If they want to ask questions and things like that and you know i know that jackie told us that obviously if anyone has any question they can come and ask us personally as well so don't be afraid really to talk to us obviously you don't know how we look like probably so yeah <laughs> but if you can find us and have any questions that's fine. if you recognize life voice you know it's one of us <laughs> you probably won't recognize me i don't but i kind of speak but not that much <laughs> And how about you, Jason? I mean, to be honest, Priscilla said everything I was going to say. Have you got anything new that you like to add into that, though? I just think it would be cool to create a space where people can just talk about, I mean, anything, of course, but like, seeing as it's like centered around architecture topics, mm-hmm. I think that's just pretty cool to see different people's viewpoints and opinions mm-hmm. and to create like a space where people can feel comfortable by talking about that. Yeah. And just have that communication and community. Yeah. Uh, honestly, do think that's pretty cool. That is cool. And I was going to say, you, you, you've got, you got the hossy. You got the right answers, clearly, yeah. Priscilla. <laughs> and how about you, Daddy? I would say one of my ambitious goals for podcast is to hear people talking about it in public. Oh yes. Again, spot. <laughs> but yeah, realistically, like to actually engage the audience mm. and get them interested. Because mm. funny enough, you never know when you might meet someone interesting, especially like it might be your audience. You don't know what they're like speaking, what yeah. they're saying. They're just the ones hearing you. You know what I mean? I know. That's yeah. yeah. So imagine it's actually, you never know what the kind of conversation you can have with yeah. anyone. Exactly. Wow, I'm gonna say that is the end of questions. Well done, guys. You did a very good job. I'm really proud of you. And I hope you've really enjoyed your experience. How how did you find that, by the way? It was fun. Yeah, fun, it was yeah? Yeah. Nice, nice. And because uh, you guys did such a good job, I'm going to give you the good opportunity to end our show. Yay. So... I'm going to say, take it away, Priscilla. You're too nice. (laughs) (laughs) For upcoming podcasts, lectures, and social events from past, please follow our social media accounts on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn for more information. And just to update you guys, we'll be alternating with the lecture team weekly. So we'll be back on the 8th of December at 5pm for our new podcast. 
And if anyone is interested in actually participating in future episodes or have any suggestions for any episodes, please contact us through our Instagram account. Nice, nice. I'm really happy with that. And I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode. Thank you and good night. Bye. Bye. Bye.